on today's episode of Bucked Up. On the dance floor when I was like 17 at a riffraff concert. At a riffraff in Middle East? Yeah. I was on that bill. Wait, the riffraff. I was on that bill. We can start right there. Yeah, wherever. Man, um, yeah, man. I, I, I was raised in Brooklyn, um, Best Side. Came to Boston when I was like nine, ten years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and in the beginning, I would, I would say, I left when I was fourteen. Went back to New York. Went, actually, went to um, Richmond. Lived in Richmond for a little bit. And I was going back and forth to New York um, from Richmond. Then went back to Boston when I was like maybe seventeen. Got in some trouble, some legal troubles and shit like that. So it was either um, being be on um, what you call them, shit, the, the house arrest. Oh, the ankle bracelet, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I had it on for like two weeks. I had to be in the crib at like six, six, seven o'clock or some shit like that. And I couldn't take it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I ended up moving um, to to the DC area, Baltimore, uh, close, close to, between Baltimore and DC. Um, and I stayed out there for like three years. Um, you know, I was always doing my music shit, and I came back to um, to being and just been back and forth from being in New York, being in New York, being in New York. Do you consider yourself more Boston or more New York? Um, I say, man, it's a, that's why I got the um the, the album. I, I I got an album I call Hybrid. I'm just a hybrid, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know, my I had my first girlfriend, my first kiss in New York, my first <laughs> fight, you know, fights yeah. on the block in New York, like. Used to go to the corner store for my grandma. I was like, you know, as a shorty, like these are the things that I that I, all I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then coming to Massachusetts was just like it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Got you know, got into some shit you know, yeah. in the streets and you know, running around. And, you know, I put in a lot of pain for the city, so you know, it's, it's equal. I don't think people really realize what like moving around as a kid does to you, or like when you're growing yes. up. Like a lot of people yes. are just like. They're from where they're from. They yeah. didn't really move that area, yeah. but like when you're forced to move around, yeah. you almost you become really like not even idealistic, but just like you don't even know the culture of whatever you're in because you just have what you were, you know. You know that's 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 crazy that you said that because a lot of people, man, they like you said, they never really left their, their state. They never. A lot of people never really left their block. I got people from New York that barely even leave their borough. Yeah, <laughs> literally, saying? literally. Yeah, so you know, like you know, being moving around state to state and shit like that really like opened my eyes and gave me a a, a different flavor than, than if I was just to be in one place. You know what I'm saying? And you think about when you're a kid, you don't think about that shit being really bad or younger. I say kid, you know, yeah. is like beneficial, but it is good to know different areas now. Like I think yeah. a lot of people need to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You know? Travel and, and meet people and yeah. yeah. I be saying it all the time, like a lot of people be doing shit, man. And I'm like, bro, you, you, you really gotta leave your town and leave your state because a lot of shit that you're doing right here is not gonna fly on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, know I mean? you don't wanna get caught up doing certain shit in another place like LA, New York, or Chicago. You know what I mean? You gotta know how to operate, you know, respect the law of the land. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, people go sure. wild thinking that they they know everything, and then they get there like get a surprise, and yeah. surprise. You know? That's so funny. The whole like thing about like checking in, 
People think that's like a weird thing. But it's like, nah, wouldn't you want to know someone that has your back or whatever? Whatever city I go yeah. to, I hit someone up just yeah. know that I have my back covered. Yeah, sure. like, even if it's family, yeah, but like... You, have a cousin, you, might have <laughs> you need to... Exactly. Tap in, bro. That's, that's, just, that's just respect. You know what I'm saying? Do you start making music in Boston or New York? Boston. So that's yeah. why it's like, yeah. all right. Prof- no, professionally, I was making music here. You know what I'm saying? But I was always rhyming. Like, as a kid, rhyming. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, professionally, I, I went to my first studio in Boston. Matter of fact, and, and I remember that. Um, I don't know if you know. Uh, art, art school in Brighton or Brookline or some shit. The art Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my first um, recording session, which was crazy. Really? First recording session. You remember your first bar? My first? Nah, I don't remember my first rap. Nah. That, <laughs> you recorded? No, 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 I don't remember that, but I remember the song a little bit. It's somewhere in the archive, like, bro, I got so yeah. many records, but yeah. That was a, that was a crazy experience, because you know what I mean? Like, you, never, you don't know what it's like, you always rhyming on the block. And then you get into the studio and it's like, hold up, this shit don't sound like how we like when I was doing on the block. Time to time to put in work in niche, you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with comedy. Like you can be funny, yeah. but though when you're on stage, it's like you you don't know. Like making a song, I couldn't I can't like that's why I love music. I couldn't imagine making a song. You know, like what made you take it seriously, go to the studio for the first time? Um, motherfuckers was just always telling me I'm nice. Like, I, I've been nice for a long time, bro. Like, like I'm not even trying to just, you know, I mean, fuck being humble. I always say fuck being humble, but I've literally been cooking with this since I showed it. Like, that's what I've been doing. You know, niggas just be like, yo, he, he say he nice. Let me go get shotty. <laughs> he be nice? At the club, battling any state, everywhere, battling, block to block, it don't matter. They used to come get me. I was that. I was that nigga. School, high school, different schools. I was always that nigga around. Me. Always. Why do you think that is? That you're so nice. I don't know, man. Or what? Like always was, you know, like. I think it was like when you. I think a lot of people nowadays they do this shit for a certain reason. Like, you know, I think it's, I think now it's more like they're doing it for clout. When we was doing music, we was doing it because we really loved it. It was a passion. Like, we used to really just love it. Like, and I still love it to this day. I do it for you. You know what I'm saying? But we, we were really practicing and didn't even know. We were really just bombing every day, cyphers, smoking, hustling, and bombing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because now you just, you want your first song to blow up. Yeah. You want your first song to go viral. Go viral. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, you're saying, like, how maybe people don't have the same passion for passion for it now than they did. Like, when you were a kid, you said you were practicing. Yeah. Like, now is there, like, everyone's just making music to put it out not to like practice yeah they're not practicing at all like they literally grabbed a, 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 a mini box and you know started working yeah. on shit but they're not they never really season themselves to, to, to be nice at their craft you know not knocking everybody i love i love all this new music and i love how they're doing their thing but it's, it's, it's really 
you know, people ha haven't really honed their skill as much as we used to. Yeah. I had a clip go viral from the podcast this week. You know who Skillin' Baby is? The rapper from Detroit. Mm, no yeah, problem if not. He's just, he's pretty yeah. big, you know, gets fucking like 10 million monthly listeners. Like he's a big, and he was saying that he makes like 90 songs a week because he just punches it in. And it's like, yeah. if it's the one take freestyle, they yeah. don't do it. That's 90 songs a week. Songs a week. Shout out to Skiller. Isn't wow. that shit crazy? crazy. That's good. That's but he's good. not putting out the, he's waiting until he hits that product. Oh, okay. So he's cooking it up and then whatever sticks he's going to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. How do you cook up? What's your, how do you find your muse? Mm. Honestly, I used to be on a pen, um, pen and pad. That was, that was, and then my, my last few years, I just, um, you know, I'm, I don't really, you don't write anything down. I don't down. really write, bro. I don't like going to the studio and already know what I'm going to do. Saying it at the house over and over and over and then getting to the studio loses the feeling to me. You know what I mean? When I get into the studio, I don't even know what beat I'm going to use. I just have my producer just whip up something either there or he's playing me shit that he played, that he was working on and, you know, the night before or the week before, whatever. I go in there completely free and I let the music just take me there. You know what I'm saying? What do you think changed with why people don't care as much about the craft anymore? Um, money, money, money. Uh, money and females. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People want, you know, they, they, they want instant gratification. and You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of what... what what it is right now, like, you know what I mean? You can get paid off it and it's like, you know, it's like, you know, scratch to Like, I mean, five million, a million of these shits, and hopefully I win it, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, you know, so. Yeah. so you think that's bad? The, like, making money off, not making money off of it, but, like, quick, like, microwave music? Yeah, I think, I think, um, anything that you do and you're good at it, God's going to reward you for your talent and your hard work. You know what I'm saying? Put it in. But, motherfuckers going out there, you know, just seeking money, to me, that's not, to me, just to me, I don't think that is like what the universe really wants from you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think the universe really wants you to find something that you really like, love to do, and you're going to be happy at it. You know what I'm saying? On in there, that's like that's like saying, okay, they getting money doing this. What if they, what if the money changes? Now they now over here they doing building railroad tracks. <laughs> what you about to go be a railroad track now because they doing this over here? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So you chasing money, you, you you're willing to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I do this shit whether I get paid or not. I'm still a hustler, so I'm I'm doing me. I literally do this shit because I like to, to hear it. I like the music that I make, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, You're not following trends just to make the dollar. Not at all, bro. Not at all. That's why I, I was just telling you, I don't want to listen to everybody's music because I don't want my shit to you know, sound like that. You know what I mean? So I come across a lot of, a lot of dope shit. I hear it a few times and then I'm like, all right, ooh. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm not just like indulging in everybody's shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. My style, my, my shit is, is, is me, you know? I feel that, and I feel like 
You are right. When you go after the pursuit of just money, you're going to go after who's making money and then you're not going to create it. Well, if you make money in other revenue in other ways, then you can kind of create art the way you want to. All the rappers that you see blowing up now that maybe had longevity, I feel like they were the best businessmen. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we, uh, I remember we were just talking about Westside, for example. Westside, like, you know what I mean? I think we, we got similar uh, characteristics as far as um, just viewing the way we do art, music, and, and shit, clothing and fashion and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, he, he, he's like, he's a curator. You know, I'm a curator. He, you know, we do this, we did it, you know, for the fun, for the love of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's going to transcend. You know what I mean? Versus, you know, I got to chase this. I got to do this. I got to, what's, what's popping right now? We're going to do that. What's, what's, you know what I'm saying? It's just art. You know what I mean? Have fun. You know what I mean? No, 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 no particular fucking <laughs> painting has to be a certain way. You know what I mean? What's the difference between a rapper and a curator to you? To me, a curator is somebody who can um, just put the whole masterpiece together. You know what I mean? Like, um, I want the album cover to be like this. The video is going to be like this. The, uh, the, 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 the production is going to be like this. I like add that sound. Um, oh, I need her on the background. Um, you know, he sings better than me. So, you know, do some background vocals, sing these highs for me. That's a cure in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, my, 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 shout out to Rich Pockets. He does all like my, my logos and, you know, he's very artistic. He produces and shit like that too. You know what I mean? He, he, he's great visionary. I highlight him like, yo, make this, make me a crazy logo for this or something like that. And he'll shoot, he'll shoot it over to me. So that's curating, you know, finding the best of uh, artists or people who do their thing bring them together and make something fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think a lot of people are too cocky to uh, realize where their faults are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, you have to realize what you might be lacking in and know that there's someone who might want to help you who you might have what they're lacking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I stay in my lane, in my realm. You know what I'm saying? I don't try to do nothing extra, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I did with him that we're trying to um, make beats and shit like that. You know, you know how you just say, fuck, you buy this shit. That wasn't my shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I said, yo, I'm gonna pass that to my, my brothers and then let them do that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you, you, you find what you like and, you know, find what you like to say. Do that. Yeah. You'd be a businessman. Like, all right, like, Shameless plug, you got that new uh, album coming out, hosted by, or mixtape coming out, hosted by Fat Joe, right? Nah, that's out. That's out. That, that came, oh, that came out? I didn't know if you had sent me the fucking, the preview of that yeah. shit. That's out. Yeah, that's so, out. someone like Fat Joe, he's a good businessman, and that's yeah, why he's made it as long. Yeah. How did that, how did that all come together? Just being persistent, man. You know what I mean? Like, I. I'll bug the shit out of somebody if I if I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, you know, just being persistent and just keep messaging people and, 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 and you know, never let the um the doors that close in your face stop you from, you know, you know, pursuing what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept reaching out to him and he finally just out of that. <laughs> you know? And that worked out. And that worked out, you know what I'm 
what I'm saying? So, you know, he hosting my, um, my album. It's doing great. You know what I mean? I got a lot of dope artists from, uh, from all over on there. Um, all original production. You know what I mean? It's one of my best albums, bro. Yeah. One of my best albums. Fire. I feel like your shit is unique and it doesn't fit to like one city. Like you have a unique style to yourself, yeah. but it doesn't fit to one like area, exactly. you know? Yeah. Like we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm Caribbean too, you know what I mean? I'm a Trini, you know what I mean? Half Trini, half months ration. You know what I mean? That's an island in the Caribbean and you know what I mean? So a lot of that, you know, I, I, I love dancehall music. I love Calypso, Soca, Afro Beats, you know what I mean? And, you know, I grew up on that shit, R&B and all that. So some of that, all of that shit is blending, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and making music, you know what I mean? So. How did people feel when you started singing? <laughs> I, always, I, I, yo, 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 that's the, I think a lot of people got like, um, uh, there's a stigma with R&B artists. Like, you know, if you do R&B, you soft or this and this and that. You know, so, you know, people were like, oh, that, you know, I just used to just play shit. I wouldn't say it's beat. <laughs> that's how you get it, you know. You know, you ride with a shorty or something, you just throw it on and shit, and they, you see them jamming to the shit. And they're like, who's that? Yeah, that's me, that's me right there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't never just be like, yo, that's how I started. I never just tell them that's me off top or I'm doing on beat. I just play. You've never been in the studio with your boys and then you just started singing and they had no idea like the nah. first time you did it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I used, to, I used to do, I used to write hooks. I used to write hooks and I used to write songs for artists first. That's how I really got into R&B, like, like wanting to do it for myself. I had so many fucking fire concepts that I wrote for like, you know, like not, not actually wrote and gave to them, but I wrote it in mind like, yo, when I see this motherfucker, when I come in contact with his manager, I'm going to give it to him. So I wrote songs for like, um... Um, Usher, I wrote songs for uh, Jamie Foxx, you know what I mean, Chris Brown, and I used to just stack them, stack them in my head, or, you know what I mean, I would record them, you know what I mean, just the, like the treatment of the song, and then after a while, I'm like, yo, I got all these fucking fire-ass rhythms, like, why am I holding on to this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, like, honestly, I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna just put it out, I, I, I did one song, I did a video, the shit got a crazy, you know, response, and then I just said, "Fuck it, we just keep doing it." I'm gonna bounce back and forth. Did you just start saying like you just started singing one day? I just started doing it. And you got a good voice right off the bat. I mean, I'm not like a. I wouldn't say I'm not a traditional singer. Like I'm not. You're not gonna get me there. Like you know, singing the national anthem. That's what <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting there. That's the worst song of all time. I'm going to say, I've never heard the national anthem be like, damn, that shit's rocking right now. That shit's banging. You're not going to see me up there, like, you know, wooing your, your shorty or something, like, you know, how Usher's doing um, in Vegas. I'm, I'm not doing that. But I'm, I'm, I'm ruining relationships. You know what I'm saying? Usher ruins the relationship. I'm ruining relationship. I wouldn't take my girl. I would not take my girl to an Usher show in Vegas. He's doing it. If you bring yeah. your shorty to the Usher show, you're, you're getting, you're just, you're getting taken. He's getting over like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this crazy how he doing it though. You ever seen a girl get took like that? No, you know what? 
I've seen a lot of funny shit with the shows. Like, you probably seen it too. Like, being at these shows, like, dog, like, being a performer, like, I don't, it, it just makes women go crazy, bro. Like, I seen dudes have a shorty and actually leave with niggas. I ain't gonna say it's me. <laughs> my team or my niggas and shit, but like, I literally seen, like, niggas bring their girl to a uh, performance or a show. And she gets up, and it's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, whew. This is a true story, true story. Yeah. I was at a comedy show in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. I was on it. I'm in the back. A girl sitting with her boyfriend, front row. Yeah, yeah. She leaves him, front row, goes to the back. Another comedian's just standing there. They, she whispers in his ear or something. They go, she comes back, yeah. goes and sits next to her boyfriend again. She blew the dude in the bathroom and then went and sat back with her boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, wicked, imagine, imagine, wicked, wicked moves wicked, right man. there. This shit happens, man. He's telling you some real shit. <laughs> Do not bring your shorty to no, you know. They're worse than dudes sometimes, but they they don't they act like they're not. So then oh, when they do wild shit, I'm in this wild shit after shows. Like, <laughs> can you wild, give any stories? Wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like Low East Side. We had a show in LES. Um. Yeah, man, a while ago, we had a show in LES in, in, in Manhattan, and yeah, we cooked it up right in the bathroom. <laughs> right in the bathroom. Like, we, we, we was always wild niggas like that, man. We was always wild at the shows, and yeah. that's what we do, you know? Oh, yeah. You know who Rome Streets is? Rome, shout out Rome Streets. I don't know him personally, but that man's cooking right now, too. He's cooking. He's yeah. like... For the, he really found that New York sound yes. like again and brought yes. it back in a way that I feel like was really lacking. Yeah. You know, like he's that. I don't even want to say old school because I feel like that has like negative connotations. Facts. You know, Facts. Yeah. but like his shit's just fire. Yeah. Anyway, he was headlining a show in Boston, and I did some wild shit at that same venue. And right before he goes on stage, I tell him the story. Yeah. He just turns to me and goes, why the fuck would you tell me that right before I go on stage? <laughs> oh, shit. Wow, some shit about what? Like, a chick fucking, fucking, I'll just be honest, jerked me off on the dance floor when I was like 17 at a Riff Raff yes, concert. Boom. <laughs> oh, at a Riff, riff, riff Raff in Middle East? Yeah. I was on that bill. <laughs> Wait, really? I was on that bill. At the Middle East. Boy, that is crazy. You were on that show. My mind was preoccupied. I was young at that point. I was young at one. Yeah, man, that was a, that was a, that was a good time, bro. That 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 show was that show was nice. The Middle East is a crazy venue. Yeah, bro. that's like the Wild West of venues. Yeah, bro, and it's like so, it's so, it's so gutter, like it's grimy, like it gives you, like you walk in there, like you go through Cambridge and all that shit. And then you get in there, you feel like you in Austria or something. Liberal, you know sweat dripping from the ceiling, bro. bro. Like, yeah, man. That's, yo, shout out to the Middle East. Man. I love performing there. It's like, 
gutter, it was just, it's a vibe, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. the people that want to go to that fucking, when they come to the show, they ready to, they don't care who's on stage. They're showing love. For real. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that brings that, I love venues like House of Blues and shit like yeah. that, but they're so corporate. And it's not in a bad way, yeah. but it's the same way as like, you go to like, a spot right down the street for food, or you go to like a corporate restaurant. That corporate nice. restaurant might be good, yeah. but the vibes of like yeah. some indie place. Yeah, it's like mom and pop shit. Mom and pop shit, yeah. Yeah, I love I love that um, that spot, man. Yeah, man. That, like every time I go there, I have a good time. Even if I'm going there just to have a you know listen to um to perform. What's the time. best show you've ever performed, and then the best show you've ever seen? Hmm. I say this all the time, man. My my best show is like it sticks in my fucking head, man, because it's so it's so life changing. You know what I mean? I opened up for um for Big Daddy King and uh and, and um KRS One. Damn, that was my first ever first time ever on the stage. Damn, yeah, my homie was literally the godfather of the rap. How could you fucking forget that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was amazing. This was when the uh, first House of Blues when it was in Cambridge. You know what I'm saying? And it was packed, bro. It was packed. And my 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 homeboy um, Desmond Terrell brought me on stage and like yo freestyle, and I killed it. Like that feeling just. It's addictive. Did you freestyle or did you have some shit that... Nah, nah, nah. There's a difference. There's freestyle off the top. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. it wasn't off the top, but I always had bars. Like, I, I had, like, pages in my head. Like, and, I, and for that show, you, the, the crowd needs a certain level of exactly. bars, I feel like. You know They're not going to take no, like... No, no, off the soccer top shit. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? Exactly. But yeah, man, that was my, that was my first um, show, and that shit was crazy, bro. The crowd went crazy. Everybody came up to me. Big Daddy King, KRS-One, showed mad love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Huh. KRS-One's underrated. Like he's he's, I think he's underrated to people who are all right. The new new generation of rap because I listen to a lot of trap shit. I listen to a lot of like mumble rap, like the drug rap. Like I love that shit, and but I also respect like and love the other shit. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I don't. I like it all, but I don't think most people would be like. If you ask anyone under the age of 25, I doubt many people are like, KRS-One's one of the goats. Right. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? You know, and, and that's the, I hate that in hip-hop, man. I, I really do. I think, I think like, if you go to a, a, you know, a rock concert or a classical music or jazz, I think people, uh, you know, study, study, you know, the people before them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think in, in, in hip-hop, we, we like to say, fuck who came before us, you know what I'm saying? And not, that's not cool at all, like, you know what I mean? These people, like, actually, like, like built this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, you know, believe it or not, like, motherfuckers were saying, hit, hop, <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, motherfuckers like Rob Kim and KRS-One came in with that shit, you know what I'm saying? To actually transcend the, the, the way people rhyme, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you think people respect their elders and rap? 
motherfuckers don't even respect their fucking parents right now. <laughs> motherfuckers just don't got respect, period. Like, this new generation don't really care. Like, so I really, I think it comes from being in the home. You know what I mean? Me personally, it could be something different, but I really think that motherfuckers just don't care about shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, me, I study, I, I study the greats, like, you know what I mean? And I show love, and then I also love the new generation of shit, too. Yeah, Yeah, do you think, like, I feel bad because I feel like she's, like, uh, put a blanketed for all artists like this, but do you feel like artists like Sexy Red are detrimental, or do you know, to music, or not? No, not really, (laughs) because... All of them, what's the girl? My neck, my back, my pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we broke off that shit. You know what I mean? I that's what I think her shit's catchy. I don't get why people hate on it, but why I. The fuck, you got your kid listening to um, uh, my booty old brown. Like, why are you riding with your, your fucking five year old listening to my booty old brown in the car? Like, mm-hmm. that's you as a parent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you listen to growing up? I'm listening to everything. Wu-Tang, Snoop Dogg, Redman, Redman. Is that what your parents were playing you? Nah. nah. Oh, you see what like, Yeah, <laughs> like, what were, the, what were they, they playing? They were playing, like, Bob Marley, mm. fucking Shadow Ranks. Oh, real? You okay. Know, Buja Banton, fucking, you know, um, Sanchez. You know, that's some, that's like uh, slow reggae's. You know, Soka, Marshall, Montana. Like, we listen to, I grew up off Soka, dancehall, reggae. That was what's playing. That makes sense, though. You're musical. Like, you're musical, and that, I feel like that comes through. You can't hide from what you came up with. Yeah. I think a lot of people think they created their style, but like. Really? You really didn't. (laughs) You really are just like a combination of everything that's happened. Everything that you listen to, and you know, you finally found your your, your style. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you heard like Wu Tang? Oh. It was life changing too. (laughs) Like when Wu Tang came out, like that shit was like. Who the fuck are these niggas like? <laughs> Do you remember though the first time you heard like rap like that? Yeah, like like I came to bring the pain and all that shit was just like oh shit, thirty six chambers is like my I had my I always hung around like like older people. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. my cousin was just heavily not. He grew up hanging around his older um uncles and cousins. So he would get all the fly music, all the new shit, because he was hanging with them. They gave him CDs and tapes. Yeah. And then I couldn't wait to go fuck with him because he had all the fucking music. Yeah. So he, you know, we was listening to Smith and Wesson, The Shining, and all that shit when it first came out. Bootcamp, Click, OGC, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like from the from the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, um, shit, Redman, there's the dark side, like all that shit, bro. Like I grew up on all of that. <laughs> you have a favorite Wu member, or one that you looked up to the most when you were younger? I would say, I I would say three. I say um, Ghostface, Raekwon, and Method Man. Those are those are like the key members. And then Capadonna's like, you know what I mean? Like 
you know, you add a little uh, Parmesan to your pizza. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I Cap was like that nigga that just came came home from jail and shit. Like, oh shit, we got another one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. What was the best? Going back to the other question, best performance you've ever seen? I would probably say KRS One Two. KRS One, bro. If you you know if you want to talk about controlling the fucking crowd, bro. You like this is like a this is like a, a a message to like all the artists out there like no matter what genre you doing like go study KRS One how he performs like it's amazing he, the way his crowd control it, it, it's, it's it's genius level you know what I'm saying like seriously like him and Busta Rhymes and uh, who else can control, control? Meth, uh, Red Man and Method Man. Their stage, their stage presence is crazy, but KRS-One is that nigga on, on stage, bro. I feel like performance is a lost art a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I hope Riff Raff never listens to this, but like, there's like, I love his music. Yeah. I actually do, like, especially yeah. as a comedian, like, I oh. think his shit's like funny, yeah. but his performance is lacking. He's not a very good mm-hmm. performer to me. And I always use him as an example because I'm like, damn, you can make good, great music, yeah. but like, if you don't actually practice the craft of performance, yeah. like that's a, it's yeah. a lost art, you know? No, that's true, man. Yeah, like, I, I think um, I, I practice it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think I think uh, uh, we need a lot more um, open mics and different things like that. You know what I'm saying? Everything don't gotta be set up. Everything don't gotta be ticket based. Everything don't gotta be, you know what I mean? Like, so McDonald's and corporate, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. go out there, bring your team, bring your CD or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah, out there, USB, and actually perform and just vibe out on a night that, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of people, you can tell they're not enjoying themselves. Yeah. They're not having fun. Yeah. And it just, comes through in what yeah. they're doing, you know? Exactly. You gotta have fun out there. You gotta love it. You gotta be, you know what I mean? That's that's how I grew up, man. That's like I was in this music shit. Like I, you know, I grew up performing. You know what I mean? I get that from um, shout out to Desmond Turner. You know what I mean? Like we, you know, he he was opening up for, you know, um, AG Showbiz and AG. You know all these these underground artists. Um, not even underground. You know what I'm saying, but um, he was opening up for these artists. Big Daddy King, KRS One, whenever he came to the city, and. You know, I would be um I would be his hype man. You know what I'm saying? So learning that stage presence was just automatic. That's what we was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Police and House of Blues and everywhere in, in the town we would, you know, we would perform and you know, do our thing. And you can tell when someone is nervous up there. Yeah. Like like a hype man really is an important person. Yeah. Like I don't think People realize that that's like yeah. you're a big part of it up there. Exactly. Like you gotta keep the energy while they're fucking yeah. wasting burning energy. Yeah, or you know, say key words when a motherfucker about to you know uh-huh. time. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. Is it hard to remember lyrics? I always think about that. It's not hard for me to remember jokes. Is it hard to like remember mm-hmm. lyrics? Yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna hold you here, you know what I mean? And, I, and, and me myself, I, I still gotta, you know, you know, get, keep make sure that, that I don't forget something. Like, I got so many fucking songs, and you know what I mean? It's like you know, you don't really, um, you know, listen to them too much. 
until you're about to perform. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but yeah, motherfucker, forget all the time. <laughs> How many songs do you think you've recorded? How many do you think are out released? <laughs> really? Maybe like 50, yeah, 50 or close. Between 15 and 100, let's say that. That's crazy. Yeah, man, because you gotta put your 10,000 hours in, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was screaming and kicking my feet, trying to get a record deal. Back in the day, and you know, and you, 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 you like, damn, I want to get signed. But yo, you wasn't ready. You know, motherfuckers, you're not ready, bro. You know what I mean? So now I look at it like, I wasn't ready for a record deal back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Now that I'm in it a little bit more, yeah. I see that they don't offer record deals to the best people or even people who are overly smart because they know what that'll do for them. They yeah. offer it to people who are very malleable and easy to like. Because yeah. you don't realize like when someone sat down and explained to me what like a record deal really yeah. was, I don't make music, but when yeah. someone sat me down and was like, all right, they're going to give you an advance yeah. that you have to pay back. And you don't realize that 40% of that is going to be taxed. Yeah. So then you owe the taxes on it, plus you owe them the loan back. And then you owe so much money that you have to make music for free for them then. Because you, because you owe them this much <laughs> shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I under... Oh, I get it now. now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's a fucking loan. And you're not really, <laughs> you're not really benefiting from it. So, you know, like... The people that are doing their thing right now, like if you're if you're doing your thing independently and you're making waves and making moves, you know, uh, you know, you technically technically don't need a deal, but then a de- uh, record deal can can help you. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because then now you, you you could have leverage in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you just come in the game and you just like you know, oh, they gave me an advance and yo, it's lit. Nah, nigga, it's not lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you about to you about to owe for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So, did you ever get fucked over when you were younger? Nah, I had so many crazy um opportunities, and they never really, they never went through. Um, but like I said, man, everything happens for a reason, and I wasn't ready to be honest with you. Like I had situations I uh, could have got signed by um, by Job Records. You know, I was talking, going back and forth with the handoffs, sending paperwork, and you know, I had my um shout out to Chris, man, Chris Francis County. That's um. That's my, my brother, and he, you know, he worked for ABC and shit like that, you know what I mean? So I had, you know, I had a, uh, I was a bad kid, you know what I'm saying? So I had, like, a big brother, you know, big mm-hmm. brother association and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went to Boston College, and, you know what I mean, like, you know, he was, like, a, a big part of my life, no bullshit, like, you know. So he would, you know, pick me up on the weekends and shit like that. He just hit me, you know, Red Sox game. Hockey game, this and that. Museum of Fine Arts and shit. He ended up, you know, graduating from um from, from uh, Boston College and he fucking actually grew up in, 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 in me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So he was breaking me. He was like, when he found out that I was doing music, like he was really trying to get me a deal. Like he was like pushing, like, 
hollering at people. Uh, Swiss, like, you know, I was supposed to um, go fly out to um, uh, AZ North Phoenix. What was the Upper Richmond area in um, Arizona? You know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. Uh, not Phoenix, the. I, I keep thinking of New Mexico. Yeah, but it's like, well, yeah, 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 no, I know. Yeah, but um, um, Swiss, Swiss was um, shooting um, a video with Beyonce, and I had my plane ticket. Everything was ready to go. It was all ready to go. Bro, I'm, I'm about to go meet Swiss. I'm about to be on set with Beyonce. Yeah. It's about to go. And then some shit happened with Swiss and Law, and crazy shit happened back then. That shit fucked. You know, that shit was fucked everything up, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Um, but, but yeah, he used to just check all my, my, my contracts and, he was, you know, he had uh, his lawyers and make sure all my shit was good. And, you know, like I had a uh, situation with um, Ashley Tisdale's, like a did like, um... That's not who the name that I thought you were gonna say yeah, out of anybody's name. Ashley yeah, from Zach yeah. and Cody. Yeah, they had a label, um, uh, I think it was like some, a subsidiary of Disney and shit like that. So, you know, he would check my contract. So when you was mentioning that shit, like about, you know, um getting jerked and getting fucked and all that, like he prevented me from being in a situation like that. You know what I'm saying? And when I was young, I used to just be like, you know, I wanna get signed, I wanna get signed, like in reality, none of this shit was beneficial to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you saved me. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. So you would say the Big Brother program was beneficial to you? Hell yeah. That motherfucker, that motherfucker came out in my life and showed me shit that I've never seen, bro. Like, house and bringing me to his family's house in Hamptons. He, he's from New York. You know, so he went to school out there. He went to BC and shit. And, you know, that's how he, uh, you know, came out there and, and, and was introduced to me. Maybe it was for school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, he came in my life and, and showed me mad shit, bro. Like, we, still, we still like this to this day, you know what I mean? And that's the thing is maybe maybe not even like traveling to new places, but having new experiences. Facts. And that's cool that that's cool that that was beneficial to you Facts. and that can help a kid who was yeah. in a bad place yeah. like experience things yeah. and yeah. see what the world can really Facts. be. I was everywhere, you know what I mean? I, I, I seen it all. I seen, seen the station, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I met some of the, the key hitters, you know what I'm saying? There was a, remember that, um, that shorty that used to um, play the, the, the hip-hop um, violinist? Yeah. Yeah, Mary Benarius. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah, know who you're talking about. I met her and um, um, her, her boyfriend or husband was, you know, um, they had a label too. Um, I think it was with Sony, you know what I'm saying? And we was going to do some things too, so. I, I met everybody, you know what I mean? Who do you look up to, like, uh, let's say career-wise in music? Like, who do you feel like has the best career? Hmm. You know, the pinnacle is, we always going to say Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Jay-Z is like the pinnacle, you know what I mean? Do I, do I run? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's like the that's the pinnacle. You know, everyone's right now trying to reach Jay Z level. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So that's who you feel like the best is. I would say. I feel like he's too. I wouldn't want to be that known though. Would you want that level of fame? Nah. Nah. 
I feel like that you literally can't do any like you can't do shit. Anything. I think a lot of motherfuckers is going through that right now. They can't go nowhere, they can't eat, they can't you know what I mean? They got a high security, they can't, you know, fuck a bitch and yeah. <laughs> without worrying about how to take you to, to, to jail. Yeah, bro, it's it's wicked out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think an even I think a, a nice balance is doing perfect. it for the art, like you were saying. Not for the club. Get your money somewhere else or whatever, do your business. That's why when I be doing shit, like, you know, I got a lot of little little endeavors. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't put them, I don't put them out there because I don't want them to be attached to me. You know what I'm saying? When they out there, you probably won't be wearing it, seeing it, you know, using it, and it's gonna be my shit. <laughs> and I would just you know, keep it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna need one of those jackets. It's as hard as hell. I should have brought some more shit. So I'm, in, I'm in the pet industry and all that, man. I, I, Word? Yeah, my company is we, we doing some things, bro. There's gonna be a lot of shit. Like I'm into luxury things, like you know, high end stuff. So I got um, you know, accessories for, for dogs and cats. Fly shit. You're a businessman, yeah. and that is what allows you to be an artist. Yes. I do love, you know what I mean? Two chains was smart as fuck with that TV show. The most expensive the most, is. Yo, that's my Bro, shit. He's a he he gets paid to just try the nicest shit in the inside. Bro, he's a genius you know, for that that's shit. That's my favorite down south um, rapper, son. Two chains? Oh he's one of the I keep saying underrated, but yeah. it's like he is too, bro. Like yeah. if you ask underground people yeah. if they listen to two chains, they're like, nah, he's a he, but he has bars, he can spin, he can write a great hunt, bro. He's he's lyrical, motherfuckers be sleeping on him. Bro. Sleeping heavy. Yeah, bro. Heavy. That new Wayne and Two Chains album was fire. Come on, man. <laughs> bro. Bro. Yeah, man, like motherfuckers really be sleeping on a lot of key plays in the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. But that might be better. They wanted to stay low key. Maybe they're yeah. doing what we talked about. Exactly. They're playing it low key. You can doubt me, yeah. but I'm still making my I'm shit. Making my exactly. money. Yeah. So where can people find your album? Um, that can go everywhere. Spotify. You can go to uh, you know, Tidal. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Amazon Music, man. Everywhere got my shit. You know what I mean? Go go check out um, you know, principles over popularity. Um, I got three uh, R&B albums you can go check out. Um, Sex Tape One, Two, and Three. Um, shout out to Master Plan. Um, you know he's a heavy producer that did most of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I got another album that's 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 that slept on too. It's called Hybrid. You know, so I I would advise people to go to Hybrid, go check that out, and then go to you know Principles Over Popularity, and then, you know you, you know with your bitch in the car, some shit like that. Go. Go, go listen to Sex Tape 1, 2, and 3, you know what I mean? And, you know, go, you know what I mean? You want to plug anything else? Where can people find, like, is your clothing brand? Are you promoting it yet? I You're keeping that shit. I ain't promoting it yet, but you know we stay <laughs> free everywhere we go, you know what I mean? It's going to be out, you know, you know everything, everything is hot class, you know what I mean? But um, shout out to, to DMI, too. Uh, Drug Music 9K, that's my team. Um, Shout out to Diamond Lens Media. You know, we shoot videos, we do, um, you know, graphics, logos, um, production. So go to Diamond Lens Media and drugmusicink.com. Shout out Rich Pockets. He's, uh, he's like the uh, 
the rest of this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. shout out to Rich Pockets um, for any needs that you need. Beats, uh, logos, videos, verses, whatever. Shout out to uh, Damio Text. Shout out to Borough Hall. Those are my team members. You know what I mean? And, you know, come fuck with us. Man, everyone go check out his project. Yes, sir. Uh, where can they follow you? Follow me at Big Shots World um, on Instagram, Big Shots World on Twitter, or X. Yeah, <laughs> see, I still call it Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Except my ex was talking shit, and I think it was funny to be like, damn, my ex is talking shit on X. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then um, TikTok, man. I just jumped on TikTok, man. You know, everybody's like, yo, get on there, make sure, you know. You stayed at the times, so go to Big Shot DMI for TikTok, man. You know, come fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Follow him, like, and subscribe. And uh, thank you, Matt. Mm-hmm. What's the name Woolstar, of it? Woolstar Studios. Woolstar Studios. Thank you for letting us record here. Of course. Check them out. I'll put the lo- the your Instagram under it. Hi. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah